0: So before we get started, I have to shout out one of the sponsors of this podcast, and that's Disney Plus. Now, by now, most of you guys should know what Disney Plus is. It's the home of brands like Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, and many, many other brands. And you should be catching up on shows of theirs. I love Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, WandaVision. These are all great shows brought to you by Disney Plus. And if you're not checking them out, you should definitely go and check them out and tell them Hayes sent you. Peace. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Awaken Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Hayes. If this is your first time tuning in, make sure you're following the podcast at The Awaken Soap Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns at TheAwakenSoulPod at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow me personally at CEO Hayes. That's CEO It has been a very, very, Long time. Um, I have missed my baby in the awakened soul. I've missed uh the interaction. I've missed so much. Um, as you guys may or may have not known, I started a new venture uh with a show called Chicago Bull Central, uh, which blew up. And then I actually got hired to cover the Chicago Bulls uh for another network. Um, so that has really taken up my time. And and when I always knew it was never a question that the I was gonna come back to the awakened soul but it was how, it was when, it was the way I wanted to do it. It was the getting back on track, like I never missed a beat, all those type of things. And then you know how, as a creative, you kind of get in your head about certain things. um, And I just had to realize like, hey, I need to get back to my baby. So in this week's episode of the Awake and Soul podcast, we will be discussing uh, everything from uh, what's the shooting uh, that happened in Buffalo. We'll be talking about some of the Kevin Samuel situation, because you guys know I got hot, hot takes on that. we we'll also be talking about a little bit of the Roe, uh, Roe versus Wade situation and what's going on in this country with that. And then finally, we're going to end this show talking about two things that are very important to me and have been very important to the culture if you guys have been paying attention to it, and that is Kendrick Lamar's new album, And also, the show Atlanta, written by Donald Glover. That's going to be in the main discussion topic. We'll get into all that and more right after our intro. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Okay, beautiful people. So I'm back like I never left. And um, the first thing that I do want to talk about is the shooting that happened down in Buffalo. Now, this was unfortunately, um, there were a handful of people uh, that lost their lives. Um, 13 people were shot. 10 10 unfortunately passed away. There were 11 vi- uh, black victims, two white victims. This was something that was definitely ra- racially motivated. Uh, they're still, uh, you're trying to figure out on why Buffalo was the place that it was chosen to be attacked. But, you know, this is something that... <clears throat> unfortunately <clears throat> that we're still dealing with this shit like just to be frank it's unfortunate that in 2022 in a time where uh look, look how look how much, how far we've gone but how, how how far we've come but not really right we're still now dealing with mass shootings right uh that are racially charged and motivated we're dealing with women also losing choices over what to do with their bodies um what 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 era are we in? what time frame are we in it raises all these type of questions this shooting is absolutely disgusting it's absolutely unfortunate and you know prayers out to the families of those who were lost in that situation and you know unfortunately this is something that as much as we unless we this country does something drastically different with uh gun policy in this country with maybe eliminating uh citizens rights to have guns that you know law there's nothing that law enforcement can do. Uh, that you don't know when somebody's going to go on a mass shooting. You don't know when somebody's going to is not mentally healthy enough to to snap like this. You know, the, it's unfortunate that this is still the things that we are dealing with. It, it's unfortunate that people have to lose their line, their lives to dumbass crimes like this because people can't seem to adjust. And then the fact that it was, it you know, it, it started to be live streamed on on Twitch. Twitch has said that they shut down that stream about two minutes after the violence started but that's that's crazy we live in a world in an era in which someone can live stream their hate crime right regardless if it was cut in two minutes after the fact that they can live stream it, and there are idiots and people that are watching and supporting this this sh- always go what go like i said at the beginning it, it goes to show how far we've come but not really like the the lack of how far we've come as a society and then as far as the the Roe versus way thing. Like, I, I, I try to treat this, this topic very sensitively, right? Because I am a man that realizes, as a man, I should not be talking about what the hell women should or should not do with their bodies. The fact that women's bodies are being policed by the majority of male, men who are in power is fucking disgusting. And that's that's really my thought on it. You know, I I, I want to go deep into this, but as a man, I, I don't feel comfortable. Like, just this is just being honest. Like, If I was to go deep into this topic, A, on this show would have to be a woman on this show with me, and she would be the one mainly talking, and I'd be listening and getting educated. Because simply put, as men, there's only so much conversation and power that we should have over what women do with their body. And the fact that people don't understand this, the fact that the simple concept of her body, her choice, is something that's very simple to say. It's, very, it's a very simple fray that people can't get in their rights. And the fact that men still think that they have the right to hold some type of power over what women do with their bodies in 2020. To go back to, the, to I guess, the topic and the, the trend we're talking about right here, it's fucking disgusting and it's silly how the lack of how far we've come as a culture. The fact that we're sitting in a world legitimately where Roe versus Wade may be overturned. What the fuck, people? Like, like, seriously, what the fuck? But, but, you know, as we gear this podcast back up, as we as we prepare to go into different levels, I will definitely have somebody on to discuss this because, as I said, this is just something that I realize as a man. There's only so much that I can say. Now, I can call out the fact that there are men trying to police women's bodies. That's stupid, right? I can definitely say say that. But the the pain, the the power that's being taken away from women, the the right to choose that's being taken away from women, the fact that women that w- the, the <coughs> Their power to decide what they want to do with their own body is something that's being taken from them. I don't have the right or the, the, the form of reference to talk about that. That is something that absolutely women should be speaking out about. And men need to shit, shut, shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down and listen about. And that's how I feel on that. Now, one of the other topics that I want to get into before I get into my main topic, and I'm not going to be before you guys super long today. Because this is this is us getting the awakened soul back on track. this is to announce that the awakened soul is coming back, and this is just to get some things off my chest on topics that's been going on with this culture for so long that I just I have to talk about because they've been going on in my mind i of course you know. I created this platform to have deeper conversations about the things that are going on and affecting our culture. That's what the that's what the premise of the Awakened Soul was built off of. It also was built off the premise that you don't have to agree to understand somebody else's point of view and perspective. Now, to to highlight that, to get back on track with that, somebody's perspective that I never agreed with, (coughs) can I say I understood some of the things he was saying? Yeah, I can. I can pop. I can say that I understood. Now, Kevin Samuels died at 56 years old. We're not going to get into the situation surrounding his death because you know what that really doesn't matter. I will say this that it w- it is unfortunate to see people celebrate somebody's death, right? I can completely understand talking about the things that you disagree with the man on saying the things that he stood for that you felt were disgusting, that you felt were misogynistic. That's absolutely all things and conversations that should be had. This conversation or this mindset that people want to have that you can't, you shouldn't speak ill of the dead at all. No, you should definitely be able to speak your piece, whether it's ill or not over some of the thoughts, some of the things that they push forward, especially when they were a public figure that people listen to and people, you know, they, they rode for, but I, I, I don't get, I don't agree with the whole celebrating anybody's death. Um, so that's one thing that I do want to talk about before we get into it. But the things that Kevin Samuels, did I say Kevin Hart earlier? If I did, I apologize. The things that Kevin Samuels stood for, for me, just never never vibe with me. You guys have known I've done whole episodes on breaking down people who think and, and act like Kevin Samuels. But the thing that that has been more concerning for this for me, yes, the celebrating a man's death. Definitely has been concerning as well, because I think we should be able to break down their ideals without celebrating the fact that they're off this planet. But, you know, again, that's that's a conversation for another day. But the fact of how many black men that there are that are simply lost and don't understand the fact that they're lost. The fact that you see these black men getting tattoos, celebrating Kevin Hart. See, I said it again. Kevin Samuels, as if he was some type of savior, some type of messiah, some type of it's really sad that black men are so lost. It's sad and disgusting that so many black men are so caught up in the fact that they think that they're they're alpha, right? Their alpha ways, their 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 standing in society is dictated by somebody else having to do less than what they do, right? By 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 objectifying people by saying that hey, yeah, your degree doesn't mean anything because you're a woman and whatever. No, that's stupid. And I've always said this, if you're a man and you're a true man and you stand in your man hand, you do the things that you're that you're that you're trying to do. You you're 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 quote unquote alpha. You, you're no, Nobody can challenge your masculinity if you're secure in it. So the fact that so many men felt so threatened by women growing in positions like how many people say, these women shouldn't be magnified. Shut the fuck up. But people who think that seriously have some type of mental issues and they really do need their father. You know, every every day, men talk about the fact of women with daddy issues, while they don't realize how they display their own daddy issues. When you attach your whole thing to a man like this or the ideals. Right. Or when you attach your whole your your whole alpha stand, your whole the whole thing that you place value on yourself is by people having to be or or, or by, by belittling other people. That's what makes you feel like you are in a position of power. Then you're not really in power. And the weakness that men show every day by, by trying to or, or feeling the need to humble a woman is not it, player. That's not it. That is not it. That You're not an alpha if you do that. Again, your masculinity can't be challenged if you walk in it securely. Your leadership qualities cannot be challenged, right? You should not feel challenged by that if you're secure in doing the right things and just being a leader. Sometimes people need to shut the fuck up and just lead. And that's what we we have such a problem in our society right now is that everybody wants to talk, but nobody wants to show. Nobody wants to just do. Everybody wants to talk and they want people to just base off their words, treat them or act or be, help hold them in a certain position. And listen, I'm from the show me state, feel me? St. Louis, Missouri is, is my home. You gotta show me. You feel me? Everything should be shown, not told. And so when people focus so much on the telling aspect of things, of the vocal, like vocalizing, "Hey, no, I'm an alpha and I do this and I'm a high value man," and don't show a motherfucking thing to 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 prove that, what the fuck are you doing? Guess what? You're being a bitch. And that's that's simply what is put. Now I have I've I've always said like the 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 man, the person of Kevin Samuels be damn, right? Like like he's he's gone now, but it's the ideals that he left. It's it's really much like I said before that I don't have necessarily a problem with Drake because I know what Drake is. I have a problem with Drake fans because they try to insert themselves in conversations and him in in situations that he's just not valued to be in. I have the same. it's the same thing. These Kevin Samuels stands are worse than what Kevin Samuels ever was. And then now in his death. They're taking it even further, and it's just sad to see black men do this type of shit, right? It's sad to see black men take this type of position. It's really disgusting, to be quite honest. That's my thoughts on it. Let me know what you guys think, both down below, if you're watching on YouTube, or you can uh, email me, theewakensopotty at gmail.com, if you want to uh, put in your thoughts on that. I'm sure people are going to have their they're gonna have strong opinions on this, and I can't fucking wait to hear it. But that's it for the end of Minor hey segment. That's where I kind of just go over some things. We're gonna take a brief break. We're gonna get into a musical interlude. On the other side of that, we'll jump into the main discussion topic. Like I said, I'm not gonna be before you guys long today. We're gonna be talking about what Kendrick Lamar with his new album and what Donald Glover with the writing that's been happening on Atlanta. We're gonna get into that right after this. All right, beautiful people, we're back. And why do I say beautiful people? Because you motherfuckers are beautiful, right? Everybody under the sound of my voice know that you are beautiful, know that you are a beautiful soul, know that you matter, know that you, you affect someone and something around you. But let's get into this. So, you know, this may be, this is again, you know, I, I don't want to be like, it's my show, my topic, but this is something that I've really been thinking hard about. In watching the show Atlanta, especially in this season, Um, after the long break and the messages that have been going through in this season. When you look at the episode that Liam Neeson was on, when you look at the episode, uh, the several episodes, like with the reparations, the most recent episode that did show Kevin Samuels, things like that. It's almost as if Donald Glover is taking cancer culture to a way and speaking on it, but I think it's going over a lot of people's heads. But he's also talking about black culture. He's very, he's showing the pain in black culture or sometimes with like, paperboy wondering where where his masters who owns his masters things like that and he's taking a lot of the things and he's turning it into these high concept episodes these very stylistic episodes that i think people are really and well let me not say i think people are missing because i think a lot of people are getting the message but i wonder how much that message is soaking in with people we live in a microwave society now where people don't really take the deeper thing they take everything almost at surface level or the entertainment value of it and I think what he's doing in this season in Atlanta has been so powerful that it's like resonated with me in a way that I don't know if any TV show that's a comedic-based TV show ever has, truly. I'm sitting here watching these episodes and going through what each one of these episodes over the course of the season has really—like, each one has had its own message. Like, yeah, you've had some that's just meant to be funny, but even in there, there's there's a message and everything. And I think that, you know, the fact that Donald Glover, a black man, has been giving— given the the green light by FX to really just do whatever the hell he wants to. You have these episodes that are like a dream in his head, but still has, like carry certain messages when you look at like, the adoption aspect uh, in, in, the, in that one episode, things like that. And it's just, it's amazing. And, and what Donald Glover has done with this show is like, I, I don't know if we'll ever see something like this again. Like if you ever, if, it, it's, it's certain things that sit in certain moments of time that you get, and, and they hit, not only because of the message, but the time frame in which the message is being given. And I wonder how white people are taking this show. I wonder about that all the time. Like, what is the message? What is the thing that they are walking away from feeling this? When you have an episode in like Liam Neeson where he talks about it and basically he leaves that conversation with like, "Yeah, I would have, I would have done it again. Fuck y'all, niggas. I'm out of here. Or I'm in here." Uh, as we talked about on the breaks radio, like that. It's just, it's so fucking. Powerful, And I'm sitting here, Every and you guys know, I, I can get too deep sometimes. This is admittedly a personality flaw on me sometimes. I look too deep into things. But the every single one of these episodes so far, even the ones that I didn't necessarily, like, like the three slaps one, I didn't really like that when I first saw it. Because as, as the episode of being an episode to come back, first come back after a, a long break, I was like, this is what you want to come back with? But then after really sitting and thinking of what the story, what the message was that he was trying to tell in the episode three slaps, I was like, wait a second. Wait, wait a goddamn minute here, Donald. You've done something here that I think is, is masterful. And I think that, like, like, like and, and, and Jordan Peele does this too in his movies. But to do this on a TV show that's on a network like FX, right? This is the, this is the, the Breaking Bad was on this. Sons of Anarchy. Mayans were on this. Um, so many shows were on this. Was Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think it was HBO thing um and it's just so black and it, and it, and it, and it's 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 such an amazing show and then something that i also want to talk about with this is just like this is the this we got one more episode in this season but then they come back in the fall for what the actual uh final fourth season is and i just wonder how much more of these concepts are, how much further are they going to be taken in that last season it's just gonna it's it's such an amazing show such a such a powerful message in every one of these episodes and it's something that i don't think we will almost we will ever get on this level again, right we get the we get the black and it's not told in black pain either black suffering we get so many black suffering specials TV shows, movies over the course of of a year now, but this isn't rooted in black suffering this is rooted in black education this is rooted in black culture, this is rooted in anti cancel culture, and that is just such a powerful thing that we are getting that I think I, I just wonder how many heads is that is that going over now to much i think even more powerful of extent kendrick lamar's album mr morale and the big steppers first off let me give hats off to kendrick lamar for the de- to the de- delivering such a cinematic masterpiece of an album and somebody may say how's the album cinematic because of the stories that he tells in this in this album the pain that he conveys it's such a like this is this this is something that I honestly think that we won't appreciate till five years later and we'll still be discussing. This is going to be one of those albums that the concepts and some of the songs in this album need to be need to be talked about at a college lecture. And it all kicked off with the Heart 5 song and video that is not actually on the album. But when it, he was telling us something in that, that, hey, this album is going to be something different. This is not one of those albums you just play in the background and you kick it like like Good Kid Mad City was an album that you, you put on and you can vibe to this isn't necessarily a vibe album at all. This is an album that has a message. It has something to say. There's a there's 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 a feeling that he wants you to get with every single song on this album. When you take a look and break this down like this is this like I said before, this is a masterpiece. 18 tracks on this album. 18 tracks. And 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 the, it's it's over an hour worth of content. This is something that I'm I I I, I'm still breaking. I've listened to the album three times from start to finish already. Just came out a couple of days ago. This is an album of, of a decade. This is an album of a generation. We may never get another album like this. And I know people have asked the question, is, is, is Kendrick actually retiring from music? Well, hell, if he is, this is, this, is this, this is an album that talks about what it is to be a black man, the confliction in being a black man sometimes, the fatherhood, family actually being a leader. I don't think that, What I don't know if the culture, the, this this general, this microwave culture that I mean, like us that, the the people of a certain age that have actually gone through some shit, right? I think we will appreciate this album more than the, the younger, and that's not, the younger people, and that's not to have or say ageism, but I just don't know if you're going to understand some of the concepts in this album if you haven't been through certain shit. If you haven't had to deal with the racism on jobs where you kind of have to bite your tongue, right? Um, if, you, if you haven't dealt with just certain things, the, the We Cry Together track. For people who haven't been through a toxic ass relationship yet, I can see them listen to the track like, hey, that's kind of funny, right? Oh, it's like I and Tina Turner. Oh, it's like the baby and Danny Lake. But I don't know if they will fully grasp the concept of the toxicity, right, in it until you go through a toxic relationship. And pray, prayfully, not everyone has to go through a toxic relationship. The song, the, the album starts with a song titled United in Grief, then goes to N95. The second verse of N95 is one of the most powerful verses I've heard in quite a while. And we'll get into a full review over on the Breaks Radio, so be on the lookout for that. But this is something that, like, like I, I listened to this album, and the mindset that it puts me in. The, the, the fact that Kendrick used his voice as an instrument, right? And I I can see the voice changes irritating some people because he does do voice changes mid-track sometimes. But those voice changes were used to convey a certain emotion, a certain pain. And that's something that as an artist, once you start using your voice as the instrument, right, to highlight certain things, you are on a different level. The level that Kendrick Lamar is on with this album is something that I really truthfully don't feel that anybody in music is on right now. And I'm hugely into King's Disease 1 and 2. I think those are the, some of the best rap albums we've gotten in, 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 in years. This, I don't, I don't listen, this, I'm not ready to say this quite yet. I have a list of albums that I consider perfect albums. I think this may, this may make that list. And I don't know if Kendrick, no, no, Kendrick has had an album that's, because the Pimple Butterfly is on my perfect album list. This is a masterpiece. This is something that I feel like like, it's the album that we need, but I don't know if it's the album that we were ready for as a culture. And it's going to be interesting to see how the culture adjusts. This, this, this seriously can be one of those albums that changes everything. At a time where people were saying Jack Harlow dropped a fucking masterpiece, which he did not. You know, shout out to you if you know Ray J and Brandy are, are, are siblings. But, sh- you know, people and in that Jack Harlow album was that, again, that microwavable content, that easy-to-consume, that bop that people are looking for, the TikTok challenges that are going to be, or, or dances that are come from that. You know, that's all great and fine and dandy. But this is an album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, that is, is transcends where music is. This, is. this transcends music in several ways. This is a poet delivering something that you can easily see a visual for every single song. Like, this whole, you can take every song in this album and make this the soundtrack to a musical that conveys pain. This is something on a different level that I don't know if people have been quite ready for. And that's my thoughts on it. You guys can let me know down below what you guys think about it. You can let me know everything. This album, to me, is something that just, I don't, man, I don't know if it's where I am in life. I don't know if it's because I'm 35. I'm getting old. Um, like I said, I've been through some shit. Hell, I almost I was on my deathbed a couple of weeks ago. But this album is powerful, and I hope you guys appreciate it the way that I do. Let me know what you guys think down below. As I said, but that is my time for today. Make sure you are following the podcast at Awakening soul pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The awake and soul pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and/or voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And I'm out. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Media.